6. It was the fourth hour of the afternoon before the body of Antrim One Hand was safely stashed in the damp sanctuary of the house of Perilandro. The three white-robed boys, for Carlo had rejoined them safely at the edge of the temple district, padded down the steps and took their seats beside Father Chains, who sat in his usual spot with one burly arm thrown over the rim of his copper kettle. So, he said, boys, is Jessalyn going to be sorry she saved my life? Not at all, said Locke. It's a great corpse, said Carlo. Smells a bit, said Galdo. Other than that, said Carlo, it's a fantastic corpse. Hanged at noon, said Locke. Still fresh. I'm very pleased, very, very pleased. But I really must ask, why the hell have men and women been throwing money in my kettle for the past half hour, telling me they're sorry for what happened in the Videnza? It's because they're sorry for what happened in the Videnza, said Galdo. It wasn't a burning tavern, benefactor's own truth, said Locke. What, said Chains, speaking slowly as though to a misbehaving pet, did you boys do with the corpse before you stashed it in the temple? Made money. Locke tossed the merchant's donated purse into the kettle, where it hit with a heavy clang. Twenty-three Solons three, to be precise. And a basket of oranges, said Carlo. Plus a packet of candles, added Galdo. Two loaves of black pepper bread, a wax carton of small beer, and some glow globes. Chains was silent for a moment, and then he actually peeked down into the kettle, pretending to readjust his blindfold by raising it just a bit at the bottom. Carlo and Galdo began to confide the roughest outline of the scheme Locke had prepared and executed with their help, giggling as they did so. Bugger me bloody with a boat hook, Chains said when they finished. I don't recall telling you that your leash was slipped enough for fucking street theatre, Locke. We had to get our money back somehow, said Locke. Cost us fifteen silvers to get the body from the Palace of Patience. Now we're up some. Plus candles and bread and beer. Oranges, said Carlo. Glow globes, said Galdo. Don't forget those. They're pretty. Crooked warden, said Chains. Just this morning I was suffering from the delusion that I was handing out the educations here. They sat in companionable silence for a few moments after that while the sun settled into its downward arc in the west, and long shadows began to creep across the face of the city. Well, what the hell? Chains rattled his manacles a few times to keep up his circulation. I'll take back what I gave you to spend. Of the extra, Carlo, you and Galdo can have a silver apiece to do as you please. Locke, you can have the rest to put toward your... Dues. It was fairly stolen. At that moment, a well-dressed man in a forest green coat and a four-cornered hat walked up to the temple steps. He threw a handful of coins into the kettle. They sounded like mingled silver and copper as they clattered. The man tipped his hat to the three boys and said, I'm from the Videnza. I want you to know that I'm furious about what happened. One hundred years of health for you and your children, said Locke. 
and the blessings of the Lord of the overlooked.